Welcome to Poetry Express, a project of WERU, Maine Humanities Council, and the Maine State Library. Each week we bring you a Maine poem read by a Maine neighbor. This week's poem is Last Poem with a Train in It by Linda Aldrich, read by me, Sarah Valentine. The old trains have lost most of their habitat and are so far away we barely hear them anymore or the stories of great-uncles and cousins from the days of precious few letters who boarded them to travel west and never came home again. Perhaps years later, from Montana, a sad clipping would fall from folded pages into an old mother's lap in Rhode Island or Massachusetts. A beam of light seen from far away and always approaching her, the way a long, slow train carried dear dead Lincoln and his deceased son Willie to Springfield, Illinois, the caskets taken through 180 towns, lines of us standing five hours in the rain, or much later, the steam-breathing dragon train that took my father from Boston to his tour in Korea on my second birthday, and I went home to the gift of a toy train engine, all shining black, the kind you sat on and pushed with your feet, a fake light up front, and a red signal you could raise at crossings for warning, but even then it was a disappointing toy that sat untouched in the corner of my room for two years, until he came back and I was too big for it, and we were strangers now who had missed too much time. So we watched World War II movies together in black and white, and there was always a train, and it was raining, the station glistening wet under lights. Not the terrible trains I came to know about later, but the trains of heartache and leaving someone you loved, a face looking out the window, a soldier or a beautiful young woman hoping to catch eyes again, and someone on the platform running fast to get there, running alongside the train and at last finding the right window to say one more thing, or sometimes catching hold at the last possible moment and climbing on, so I should not have been surprised years later when they wheeled my father's flag-draped casket down the church aisle to the doors of the cold street, how I barely held back from throwing myself after him, how I couldn't let him go without me. I love train travel. I love the rhythm and sound going over the tracks. I love being able to walk between the cars. I love watching out the window as the scenes pass. I've ridden commuter trains, regional trains, subway trains, high-speed trains, Amtrak trains. Train travel makes sense to me. I now live in southern Maine, but I grew up in western Massachusetts in a suburban town called Wilbraham, which is actually home to Friendly's Ice Cream. Our street connected to Route 20, or Old Boston Road. There was a factory at that intersection, and beyond the factory were freight lines. From our house up the street, we could hear the train passing and occasionally the whistle blowing. Sometimes we'd ride our bikes down to the tracks and watch the trains pass, or we'd put pennies on the tracks before the train passed and then try to find our flattened pennies after the trains passed by. I could place myself inside this poem. I'm the youngest of six. My parents were Depression-era children. My dad was a CB in World War II. 
I grew up watching old movies with my mom and dad and learning about all the Hollywood legends. This poem transported me back to our family room on a Saturday evening, watching Casablanca or a Fred Astaire movie or a Marx Brothers film or documentaries on the war and the Holocaust. This poem is about goodbyes and the longest goodbye being death. It has something to tell us about saying goodbye and letting go and how hard that can be, especially if we wait for the last moment to really let someone know how much we love them. The train is a metaphor for time passing and life passing. It speeds by, there's a lot we don't notice or take the time to do, and so much we are running after, and so much we miss.